0: Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of Lit AF with me, your host, Sarah Cohan. I am a relationship attachment coach, and every week I'm so excited to bring you topics related to attachment styles. I have great news for you no matter what attachment style you are, it is totally possible to change it. And secure attachment is totally within the realm of your reality. That is the best news, right? (laughs) This week, I'm excited for today's topic because I have been wanting to record this episode for a really long time. And today, I just decided it was finally time. So I'm going to be talking to you about the book Attached. It is by Amir Levine and Rachel Heller. It's a pretty popular book. And I'm actually going to tell you why I don't love the book Attached. And you would think as an attachment coach that I would just be obsessed with this book. But I think it's got some some issues that I really want to bring to the fold. So this is obviously um not a judgment on the authors themselves, but just um how the information is presented and how it can affect you while you're reading it. So if you're thinking like, oh, I got to read this book, I would love for you to listen to this episode before you pick up the book thinking... I just found out about my attachment style. I really want to learn more about it. I would actually pause first. (laughs) So before I get into the episode, as always, I have my weekly check-in. And honestly, the check-in today is that I am hot. It's hot. I just went out to lunch. Okay. I live in San Francisco. It is... I mean, is it the coldest city in the world? I'm not sure. John Steinbeck has a hilarious quote that the warmest winter, no, coldest winter he ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. That's what it is. And it's so true. It's just foggy and cold here all the time. So when it gets hot, it's just like, a, you know, we don't have air conditioner. We don't have any way to deal with it. And I know we we just sound like we're, um, you know, just uh, frying out here. <laughs> But I went to lunch and I had delicious ramen and I was seated right by the hot, hot, hot kitchen. And I wasn't realizing just, you know, how I was melting into my chair until I realized like it was, you know, (laughs) so lunch with a friend and halfway through the lunch, I'm just like, I am like, I think I'm like actually dripping sweat from my forehead. (laughs) So that's been my day. You know, I'm out here surviving. Send help. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But it's... um, Hopefully, this is... Honestly, this is when the best weather starts to happen in San Francisco. September and October are usually our beautiful, long, warmer, summer weather days. So this to me kind of feels like the kickoff to that, which I'm a little bit excited about and also just a little surprised by. Side note, we're getting a little bit of um, hurricane-like runoff weather. So it's just been like really strange here weather-wise. And so I think it might rain next week. I don't know. I know. I'm talking about the weather. I'm sorry. But like, it's affecting me. It's my life. I'm here. (sighs) Deal with it. (laughs) So that's what's going on with me. Hopefully, I'll cool down soon. But while I'm doing that, I'm very excited to talk with you today about this episode. And let me tell you, uh, the book attached... I finished it. I just want to be really honest with you. I finished it for the first time, I think this year or or late last year. I took a while to finally pick it up and read it because I felt like I needed to read it in order to be able to speak about it as an attachment coach. But the first time I picked it up years ago, I found out about my attachment. So I was so pumped to just like dive into it, learn everything I possibly could which, side note, is a very strong, fearful, avoidant trait. And I, you know, was reading everything I possibly could about, watching everything I possibly could about it. And I picked up the book, Attached, and within the introduction, like the first, okay, not the introduction, but the first chapter, they talk about two insecure attachments types. They talk about the anxious, preoccupied, and the fearful, avoidant, and then, of course, secure. I think they briefly mentioned fearful avoidant within a few sentences, and they mentioned that it's an attachment type that not necessarily a lot of people have to deal with. I think I read that and was so upset by it that I probably just threw the book across the room and then didn't pick it up again. <laughs> so that's why it's taken me so long to read it. But I finally did read it, and I've, just, I've got some things to say about it. So I want to share them here with you. And I'm especially sharing them here with you in case, like I said earlier, you're picking this book up because you really want to dive into attachment theory and like learn all about it. I'm just going to like give you some heads up. (laughs) I almost feel like what I'm doing here is letting you like I'm doing some trigger warnings for you so that when you do pick it up, which, you know, it's worth a read. Um, there's some good stuff in here, but there's just some things about it that I found problematic. So here goes. First thing, number one, they don't barely, barely mention. They barely mention the fearful of attachment type. Now, I know I've seen some studies that say about 3 to 5% of the world has this attachment type. I don't know if that's true. I think that a lot of this attachment type can test pretty easily secure because they can read the questions and be like, I, yeah, I'm secure. I know what that looks like. But that's just my own conjecture. That is not proven whatsoever. That is just a belief. That is not fact. But what I have seen and what I know is that I am a recovering fearful avoidant. My specific insecure attachment type has specific needs, specific beliefs, specific core wounds that are different from other attachment types. And th- some of them, you know, it's... I should say that that is a super unique statement. A lot of the core wounds and beliefs that different attachment types hold can be really similar. But it's so unique to you. It's so unique to you. So I, when I read about the different attachment types, I can identify with both of them. But the thing about the fearful avoiding attachment style is they really struggle with trust. And that's not necessarily a big issue or the biggest issue for the fearful avoidant or the anxious preoccupied. So to not read and not be seen by these authors, to me, was just such a mess. And I have to say that so many people I've talked to, so many people I've coached, so many people that I've had um, discovery calls with, learn that they have a fearful avoidant attachment style. And they, they share so deeply about why they think they have this attachment style and the unique issues and um, concerns that come up with this specific attachment style. So it's important for these people to feel seen. And what I always say about this attachment style is that if you run fearful avoidant, like you need help. You need... Honestly, sometimes I think they need more help. And I'm not trying to say that we're needy or that we're a burden on anyone else. Like take Take all your beliefs about what it means to take resources from someone else and put those aside for a second. Fearful avoidance have dealt with so much trauma their whole goddamn life. And they have such a high subconscious comfort zone for chaos. And sometimes they're just still in chaos and repeating chaos. They are the ones to me that need the most help. So why wouldn't you include that very important section in your book? Just saying just putting it out there. And obviously, this is my own personal crusade (laughs) because I have just really worked through this attachment type. So if you are out there and you have been personally wronged by the missing information from this book about fearful avoidance, I really resonate with you. And if you're going to read this book and you run FA or you have an FA in your life, FA stands for fearful avoidance, Just pre-warning, trigger warning, heads up. like, Don't dive into this book thinking you're going to learn a whole lot about yourself or your unique attachment style. Just know that like, okay, you're going to be able to take some things from the anxious preoccupied. You're going to be able to take some things from the fearful avoidant. And um, you're going to have to go elsewhere for the fearful avoidant information. So there's that. That's the biggest one. The other issue that I have with this book is that it's not necessarily inclusive of things like socioeconomic status, race, and sexual identity, and how those things can augment and have an impact on your attachment style. So I just think it's really important to note that parents that have to work all day and all night, like just all the time in order to live aren't able to attach to their kids as much as probably they want to or they would like to. And that has a huge impact on a child that's growing up without an attachment to their parents. Their parents are always gone. An additional impact is race. Race has a huge impact on our attachment style, how we can trust our caregivers, how we can trust people around us, important people around us. Teachers give us an attachment style. Bosses co-workers, colleagues, friends, friends in school, your community around you, your church, like all of these relationships that we have have an impact on our attachment style. Our attachment style is based on the relationships that we hold. So leaving out this category of how your race can impact your attachment style and how you walk out that door every day and you can't trust how people are going to treat you. That's huge. That is like a huge missing section. It's not just about dating. Although this book is very heavily focused on dating. And if that's what you're interested in learning about, awesome. That is an important thing to learn about. And it is definitely in this book. And then the last one is sexual identity. So a lot of queer people, anyone that identifies with the LGBTQIA acronyms, the LGBTQIA, as some I like to say. If you are LGBTQIA, like like me. You have been this affects you like you've. I don't want to speak for everyone, but it is possible that that identity has affected your attachment style. So, how your parents related to you, how different partners have related to you, how you walk outside in the world and the world reacts to who you are. So, I'm bummed that they didn't incorporate that into the book. I think that that was a miss. Then another thing that just like really rubs me wrong. (laughs) Now we're getting into it (laughs) about this book is the lack of abundant thinking. So there's a section in the book that talks about the reality of dating with an insecure attachment type and a secure attachment type. And one of the things that they say is that it's often looked at when you um, think about the dating pool, like wherever you are online, doing online dating or whoever's just single... They um, they have a section that talks about how it's mostly dismissive, avoiding people that are single, and this to me rubs me the real wrong way because number one, this is like lack mentality. First of all, this is calling out. Oh man, this is my next topic. <laughs> it's really like that framework to me is them saying that you shouldn't just dis- date a dismissive avoidant, and look dismissive avoidance. I really resonate with this attachment type. They need love too. They're human beings. They're out there in the dating pool because they want relationships just like the rest of us. So to say, oh, careful about the dating pool because it's filled with dismissive avoidance. If you're a dismissive avoidant reading this book, you're going to be so triggered by that because all of a sudden you're realizing like, People might, you know, you're going to read that and think people don't want to date you or that you're not deserving of love or you're clogging up the dating pool. Like, get that lack mentality out of here, is what I say. We don't know when secure people are going through a breakup. We don't know for sure what the dating pool is like and how many insecure attachment types are out there. Yes, secure mindset does lead towards relationships that lasts for a long time. This is definitely true. And things happen like death and sorry, that might've been triggering. I'm sorry. But you know, things change in life. We don't know what's going to happen in the future, whether we're secure or we're insecure. We just don't know. So for them to have a whole section about how the dating pool includes more dismissive avoidance and then that is something to look out for to me is harmful to dismissive avoidance but then also just doesn't look at dating as an abundant mindset. And having an abundant mindset to me is the key to life, but especially the key to dating. I just was coaching a client this week that has been struggling with someone that she wanted to date and they weren't interested and that rejection just really affected her. And so we've been working on that. And what helped her this week really like a lot was going on a couple of dates and realizing this person that didn't, it didn't work out with is not the only person. There are other people out there that are interested in her. And I thought that was just so beautiful. So going into any situation thinking, oh, I got to be real careful about who's out there is just like, get that lack mentality out of here. That has no place in your journey, your healing journey, your dating journey, none of that. So take that garbage chapter and like delete, 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 delete. Okay? Because if you're listening and you're dismissive avoidant, there is nothing wrong with you. You may have hurt some people along the way. So have we all. I guarantee you, all of us have hurt someone in our life. So I want you to be gentle on yourself. I want you to be compassionate on yourself. And I really want you to be as accepting of yourself as possible. Wow. I'm really getting reared up here. Another issue that I have with this book is it's straight up written for anxious preoccupied people. (laughs) I looked at the numbers when I read it and I wrote it down somewhere and I couldn't find the note. But the chapter on the anxious preoccupied attachment type is almost like a third or one half size longer. So they just spend more pages on the... Anxious preoccupied attachment type than they do on the dismissive avoidant attachment type. And that to me just felt like they were really writing this book for anxious preoccupied people. And that's great. You know what? In that case, call it the book Attached for Anxious Preoccupied. Do not read if fearful, avoidant, or dismissive avoidant. Just coming up with some ideas here. <laughs> I should say this is a really well, I'm going to get into the good stuff at the end. There are some good things about this book, <laughs> but. This book truly, to me, is written for the anxious, anxious, preoccupied attachment type. So again, another trigger warning. If you lean dismissive avoidant, if you lean fearful avoidant, and you're thinking this book is just going to have a ton of information for you and you can't wait to dive in, just be warned. This is your warning right here, right now, that this book skews anxious, preoccupied a whole ton. And there are other options available to you to learn about attachment style That aren't as heavily geared towards anxious preoccupied folks. Okay, that being all said, it's a really well researched book. It's really well written. And like I said earlier, this book is fantastic for anxious preoccupied people. So if you run anxious preoccupied and you're like, I need some more literature about my attachment type, fantastic. This is a great book for you. As you're reading, I hope that you enjoy and just realize this book is like, Written for you. Like, you need a resource too. We all need resources. So, this is awesome for you. And I hope that when you kind of read any sort of, you know, judgmental or critical pieces about dismissive avoidance, I hope that you can just have a little bit of compassion for them because they've been through some shit. (laughs) Just like we all have, (laughs) they've been through some shit. And so, they are just using outdated strategies to relate to people. And their brain came up with those strategies in the best way that it knew how, in the time that it needed it. And as adults, it's just time for us to update those strategies. And of course, we are responsible for our own healing. No one else is going to come save us. No one else can do this for us. And it is our own responsibility to heal our attachment style. So I leave you with that. If you are interested in looking and reading some um, good literature about attachment. I would highly recommend Polysecure by Jessica Fern. I interviewed her for this podcast. Um, It was episode 114. I highly recommend. So hear me out for a second. It's called Polysecure. It's about attachment theory for polyamorous individuals. And the reason why I would recommend this, because you might not be polyamorous yourself or into polyculture or anything like that. That's fine. The introduction of attachment style in Polysecure is one of the best mwah, chef's kiss writings that I have read about attachment theory. She really goes into outside forces on our attachment, like the socioeconomic status, race, and sexual identity that I talked about. She also talks about how our relationship with Mother Earth is like another attachment to, um, figure in our life. She just really goes deep and includes a lot of different perspectives that to me made it just so approachable and inclusive and thoughtful. It's really wonderful. So you can just read honestly, just read the chapters about attachment style and then forget the rest or read the rest if you want to. She has some really great tips on how to cultivate a secure relationship with multiple partners or just one partner. It's really good stuff. And the interview is fantastic. So go back and listen to it if you're interested episode 114. So that's what I'm going to leave you with. Apologies if you have been personally <laughs> affected by the book Attached, as I have. I really want to double down and say that it, it is a wonderful resource. And what I love about it, I think the biggest thing that I love about it is that it's bringing attachment style into kind of the wider, bigger, like, so cultural, social, um, mindset. It's, it's making attachment style mainstream, which is phenomenal. I mean, God, I just, the more people that I think that know about their attachment style, the better, like the better off we're all going to be not in a judgment shamey way, but I was like, uh, Hey, this is what I need for you. Dismissive avoidance out there. Maybe you need someone to, you know, be able to understand that you have to cool off before you get back into an argument. That's okay. That's totally okay. It's up to us to be able to hold you through that, be there for you and not make meaning out of it and, you know, support ourselves through that. There's a lot there. So, okay, that really sums up my feelings on the book Attached. I hope you enjoyed this. If you are interested in working on healing your attachment style, I would love to work with you. I do one-on-one weekly coaching for individuals that are really working on people-pleasing and um, becoming more vulnerable in their relationships, understanding their own feelings and their moment-to-moment needs, and actually giving them scripts, unique scripts, to have conversations with the people around you, including partners, people you're dating, friends, colleagues, bosses, any area of your life. I love to work with it because we've got relationships in all areas of our life, truly. So if you're interested in finding out if this program is the right fit for you, you can book a discovery call at sarahcohan.com forward slash coaching. That's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com forward slash coaching. And you can book, book a call right there. I would love to talk with you. You'll learn more about your attachment style. You'll learn more about, um, what's possible for you when you heal your attachment style. It's super fun. I love it. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. And I look forward to, um, next week's podcast. Thank you so much.